So Psalm 131. My heart is not proud, Lord. My eyes are not haughty. I do not concern myself with great matters or things too wonderful for me. But I have calmed and quiet, quieted myself. I am like a weaned ma- child with its mother. Like a weaned child, I am content. Israel, put your hope in the Lord, both now and forevermore. So the next reading can be found on page 986, starting at verse 13, going to 15. Then people brought little children to Jesus for him to place his hands on them and pray for them. But the disciples rebuked them. Jesus said, let the little children come to me and do not hinder them. For the kingdom of heaven belongs to such as these. When he had placed his hands on them, he went on from there. Wonderful. Thanks, Emily. Um, my name's Stephen. I'm the youth minister at Bishop Huntington Church. Great to see you this evening. Uh, I, I want to start with a quote from a guy called J.C. Ryle. He, he said this. He said, of all creatures born into the world, none is so helpless and so dependent as these. And what's he talking about? Anyone guess? It's... Baby human beings. And he comes to call them weak and pathetic later on. Um, like, the, 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 and like, let's be honest, human babies are weak and pathetic. They, they, they just are. Like, I, I, and that's a fact. Let, 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 me, let me show you. Because um, baby giraffes, look at that guy. But baby giraffes, on day one, they can stand up. On day one, they can run away from enemies. Like, whoa! And then... Baby ducks, look at that little guy, um, so cute. Baby ducks, they can waddle and paddle and eat things on day one. I'm right, on day one, what can a baby human being do? Poo, be sick, scream. That's it. Like, that is literally, in fact, it takes four months for a baby human being, on average, to learn to get this roll over. Whoa. Six months to learn to sit, nine months to stand, oh, one year on average to learn to walk. That's 364 days behind the giraffe. Like human children, like are pathetic, weak, helpless, and dependent. And yet, have a look at Matthew 19 verse 14. Ah, oh, baby photo for you. Um, Matthew 19 verse 14. Jesus said, let the little children come to me and do not hinder them. Like these weak, helpless, dependent children and Jesus, he has time for them. And like, let's get the magnitude of this because this is Jesus, the almighty, the sovereign Lord of all, God himself walking on earth, the creator of everything, who's on a mission to save people from their sins. And yet he has time for children and he makes time for them and like we say we're too busy for people like and and so here's a headline right children are precious to jesus children are precious to jesus in fact this isn't the first time we've seen it in matthew matthew 18 we see children again being valued and cared for by jesus these young ones who are looked down on and ignored by society are treasured by jesus and like children, they're pretty good judges of character, aren't they? Like they can tell a kind-hearted person generally. 
And so it says so much about Jesus that, that here, children want to be with him and they're going to him. It shows his compassion, his gentleness, his kindness. Children are precious to Jesus. But did you notice the disciples? Have a look at them in verse 13. People brought little children to Jesus for him to place his hands on them and pray for them. But the disciples rebuked them. Uh, you can imagine it. Like, like, like children are coming to Jesus and the disciples are like, no. He's far too important for that little guy. It's just, like, go to the crash. It's that way. Like, go away from Jesus. Like, 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 he hasn't got time for your little one. He's too busy, too important. Go away. It's a bit like me. I used to work at Goldstone Primary School and part of my job was a lunchtime supervisor and part of that, that, that job was patrolling the ICT department sweet thing. And, and like I was to go in there and make sure kids weren't playing on computers and they should be outside enjoying the fresh air and the sun. And one day walking past I hear the sound of joyous screams like slam the door open walk in. What's going on here? They're sitting there playing Minecraft. So Stephen starts shouting, going, get out, get off the computers. And one of them reaches into his pocket. Oh, wrong pocket. And he pulls out a little ICT pass. And he shows it to me. And it's signed by Mr. Pearson, the big dog, the head teacher. These kids had permission from the boss. And so sheepish Stephen, like, apologetic, walks out, like, oh, sorry, sorry, made a mistake. Like, there, permission from the boss, and that's exactly what's going on here. Like, these children, these little children who, who the disciples think aren't worth Jesus' time, well, he has time for them, and, and they have his permission. And in fact, verse 14, let the little children come to me, Jesus says. And do not hinder them. See, um, Jesus, Jesus wants children to be near him because that is the greatest place for any child to be. Like with Jesus, learning from him is the best place for any child to be. Children are so precious to our king. Are they precious to us? See, because if they are, we should, uh, like Jesus says, let children come to Jesus. Because J.C. Ryle, after calling children pathetic and helpless, he goes on to say this. He says, happy is the church whose, whose infant membership are cared for as much as the oldest communicant. And like, I love that. This guy gets it. Like, like, he gets it. He gets it that, that children aren't the church of the future. Children are the church of right now. Young people aren't the church of the next generation. They're the church of generation right now. And they're an important part of the church right now. And actually, we at BH, we try to do so much to show that. We have our, our monthly mixed services. In the morning services, we have a, an all-age kids slot. And we have children's groups and youth groups and young people's groups going on throughout the week. And like, if you're not a child or if you haven't got children, then like those times probably don't appeal to you very much. <laughs> and you might be tempted to, to, to avoid those times in the services or just switch off and ignore it. Um, can I urge us as a church... To like get involved, even on those action songs, like, like to get involved, but, but because children are precious to Jesus, and as we join in, we show we, we welcome children and we value them and we care for them, because children are precious to Jesus. Are, are, are they precious to us? And that even means if there's a child screaming next to you, 
Like we give them the big smile, not, not the glare, not like the big smile because they're welcome. They're part of our church and they're so important. They're precious to Jesus and they should be precious to, precious to us too. Um, and parents, did you notice verse 13? Did you notice how the parents are acting? People brought little children to Jesus for him to place his hands on them. Like these parents are busting a gut to get their children to Jesus. Like, they know that, that, that Jesus is the best place for their child to be. They are doing all they can to get their children to him. Isn't that awesome? Isn't that an awesome picture of parenthood right there? He is the best place for them to be. So, so, so parents, let your children come to Jesus. And by that, I mean, like, be like these guys here. Do everything you can to teach Jesus in your homes, to pray in your homes with your families. To encourage your young people, your children, to get to church, to be at KO, to be at Rooted, to be at Explorers, to, to be involved. Because Jesus is the best place for your, for your children to be. And actually, so often we take our children to other places over and against uh, 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 like Jesus. So, so we, we, we might um, help take them to the altar of, the altar of uh, exams and, and push them in, in, in their intellectual prowess and their, and their exams and try and get them to get the best grades possible over and against their faith. Or, or, or the temple of sports and we encourage them in their sporting prowess at the expense of a Sunday service. I take them to Jesus because that is the best place for children to be. And actually, this is for all of us as a church too. Because um, it takes a church to raise a child in faith. And so here are a few things that, that, that you can do. Okay? Number one, you can help. So, so if you see uh, families there with multiple critters, as in where like children outnumber parents, like get in there, lend a hand, sit with them, talk to them, smile at them. You can help. Uh, you can serve. We have um, children's groups and youth groups running and we need leaders. We are desperately in need for leaders. So why not serve and take children to Jesus through service. Um, we can pray too. There are two um, monthly prayer meetings for children and young people. The dates are on the screen. Our youth and student ones next week, six o'clock or five o'clock, sorry, be there. Because we can take our children to Jesus in prayer. And in fourth one, we can all do this, like all of us. We can smile. Aww. And just to prove we can do it, why not smile to the person next to you? Go on. Ah, oh. don't you feel welcome? Don't you, don't you feel included? A smile goes a long way. Like, like a little smile, a little word has a huge impact, especially on children and young people making them feel welcome at church. See, children are precious to Jesus. So let children come to him. Children are precious to Jesus. So secondly, we come to him like a child. Have a look at verse 14. Um, verse 14, Jesus said, Let the little children come to me, and do not hinder them, for the kingdom of heaven belongs to such as these. Like, heaven belongs to children. And so, as adults here, like lots of us here, we need to learn from children, learn what that means for us, learn how to be childlike uh, coming to Jesus. Because there's two ways to come to Christ, right? Two ways. Uh, one is like a child and one is like a rich man. Uh, because this little episode comes up in Matthew and Mark and in Luke. And each time it comes up, the very next thing that happens is Jesus meets a rich man. 
And we're meant to compare the two. We're meant to compare the children and the rich man. Because have a look at the rich man in verse 16. Have a look at how he comes to Jesus. Look at him. He says, teacher, what good thing must I do to inherit eternal life? See, for the rich man, it's all about what he can do. He's like, I've got to be good enough. Give me a list of things to do. I'll tick that, tick that, done, happy days. I'm in heaven based on my efforts, my work, who I am. He depends on himself. And that is in total contrast to children, isn't it? Um, as a family, my family went to France quite a lot. And uh, we went to France what, one year, years and years ago. And there was a little river running near our house. We went there on Tuesday to go and play in the, in the river and swim around. It was amazing, lovely time. But me, my brother and my sister, we get out of the river, right? And my mum's face like, just suddenly turns to like pure shock. <laughs> she, she looks at us. And we're covered with these horrible little tiny French leeches. Um, look away now if you're a bit um, squeamish. Uh, there's a leech on the screen. We'll, we'll cover that up. But, but covering these little leeches, like leeching our blood, taking our stuff. Like, like never go in rivers in France. That, 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 that's my advice for you. Don't go in them. Like, like leeches. And, and um, isn't it true that children are like leeches? Um, just... Just, just like think about it. Children like leeches because children don't bring any monetary value to a household whatsoever. They just take and take and take for 18 years, even more now. That's right, isn't it? And see, let's just flick past leechy. There we go. He's gone. Um, and isn't that how we're supposed to come to Jesus? Like little children who are content just to take, who, who go to Jesus and, and are like, I need your help. I can't do it on my own. I need you. Who are dependent on their heavenly father and not on themselves. Who are small enough to say, I can't do this. Help me, dad. See, being like a child flies in the face of the rich man in, in 19 verse 16 and, and the Pharisees in 19.3. Because the Pharisees, they come with an agenda trying to get, trying to trick Jesus. And the rich man comes with a list trying to get into heaven uh, by, by doing, doing, doing. And the children just come to be with Jesus. So come to Jesus like a child. Because here's why it's so important. Because the rich man's way does not work. The rich man's way does not work. No amount of, of effort, no amount of work that you can do can ever, ever get you into heaven. You are not good enough. You cannot be good enough. You cannot do enough to get into heaven. I can't do enough. I'm not good enough. So what happens? Well, God sorts it. God sorts it by sending his son. His son, Jesus, comes to this earth, lives the perfect life, and then he dies a brutal death. And see, as he dies, he shouts out those three words. It is finished. Full stop. See, as he dies on that cross, Jesus takes the curse of death so we get the blessing of life forever with God in heaven. Jesus, he, he, he gets cast out so we can belong in heaven. Jesus dies so we can live forever with God in heaven. And he says, it is finished, done. I've done it. And so all we need to do to be there with him 
is just say, help me, Lord. Like a child. Because verse 14, the kingdom of heaven belongs to such as these. Weak, helpless human beings who, who, who trust in Jesus, who are dependent completely completely on him and not on themselves or their own effort or their own skill who say i need your help god i can't do it knowing that they haven't earned anything but knowing that they can take from the king it is finished so come to jesus like a child and yet we as human beings we struggle don't we like we want to contribute we want to do something don't we i mean if you're like me you will um, a few years ago, I went to a mission trip uh, to China, and it was going great, like, a few months out there, um, until we had a little um, like day off at a theme park. And the theme park was rubbish. So we went to our kids' playground in the theme park, and we, and we went on the seesaw, lovely, on the swings, swing, 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 and then came to the roundabout thing. And there was a girl I was trying to impress. And so, so foolish Stephen decided to have a go at surfing the roundabout. That, that is it, in Chengdu. There I am, on the roundabout, surfing away, last man standing sort of thing. Guess what happened? Just, just guess. Like, Stephen Demetrio on a roundabout does not go well. So, 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 what happened? Falls, falls off, broken leg, in hospital, crutches, like, like lying there in this Chinese hospital. Like, classic. Um, but, but, but like, I hated it. I literally hated it because because at the mission trip, I could contribute absolutely nothing. I was useless. I was walking around on crutches, hobbling around, getting in the way. I, I couldn't even wash dishes anymore. I was like, I have no value here. I'm so like, what's going on? I hated it. I couldn't deal with it because I wanted to do stuff. I wanted to get involved. I wanted to help. And I couldn't. I mean, look at me. <laughs> um, and like, isn't that us in 2018? <laughs> Because 2018 is a culture where it's all about what you can accomplish and what you can do and earning your, uh, earning your way, proving yourself. It's all about like, like striving, working to, to earn approval from others around you. And it's a constant battle to show how great you are. At school, at work, and it's even creeping into church too, isn't it? And do you know what this leads to? Do you know what in my life? Well, this constant battle for approval leads to bitterness and jealousy. At least to comparison with others. At least to us to overwork and prove our worth or to change how others see us. So we don't say when we're down or hurting because that's weakness. This whole proving oneself, it leads to us feeling superior when things are going so well. And then crushed and inferior when things aren't going very well. We want to earn our way. And yet Jesus says, come to me like a child. And that flies in the face of culture 2018, doesn't it? Because this is Jesus saying to us, you don't have to do anything. I've done it all. Like, and yet, like Stephen in China, we don't like that. We want to contribute. And yet, this is the most liberating news ever. This is so freeing. Because it means we have not got to earn God's love. We have not got to earn his approval. We have not got to earn a way into heaven. It means three words. He wants us. 
He wants us. In fact, he wants us so much that he sent his son to come and die for us. Like, wow. And so come to Jesus like a child. So um, if you're someone um, um, who is endlessly striving to earn approval from others or from God, and you base how good a day is by how much work you've got done, or, or, or if you're someone who's constantly comparing yourself with others feeling superior and then inferior, or, or if you're someone who, who feels the need to say yes to everything, to, 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 to earn approval and show how good you are, hear these words. You don't need to. You can stop. You can rest. Because Jesus has done it all. Because it is finished. So come to him like a child. And see, children, children are so good at resting. You may have noticed this if you have children. Like children are amazing at just resting. And I think we need to rediscover that. Rediscover the art of resting. Rediscover um, taking days off. Having evenings that are free of meetings. Taking real holidays where we leave our phones and our work emails behind. Where we rest and just stop and enjoy the goodness that God's given to us. Enjoy the fact that we're saved and uh, and rejoicing in that. And resting well, so praying to God, spending time with God while we're resting. Because he has done it. To come to him like a child. And see, this is why I love Psalm 131. Have a look at Psalm 131. It's on page um, 625 of your Bibles. Absolutely love this psalm. It's on the screen too if you, if, if, if a flicking's a problem. Here's what the psalmist says. He says, my heart is not proud, Lord. My eyes are not haughty. I do not concern myself with great matters or things too wonderful for me, but I've calmed and quieted myself. I'm like a weaned child with its mother. Like a weaned child, I am content. I love that. Because... Like babies, they crave milk. You may have noticed this. Um, they scream and scream and scream until they get milk. Um, if you've been around a baby or have a baby or seen a baby ever, they want milk, right? But, 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 but a weaned child has taken all the milk they need. They're done with her. And a weaned child here wants to just be with its mother. Not, not looking to get anything, not looking to take anything, but just, just to be and to rest. And wants that closeness of fellowship and that closeness of being with its mum. And see, that's how I'd love us to be with God this week. To make time to just enjoy being with him. Not trying to get anything out of it, but just wanting to be with him. And spend time with our father. So can I encourage us this week to make space, like in our busy diaries, make space to just be with God. Phones away screens off and just be with him and enjoy him see children are precious to jesus so we are to let children come to jesus and we're to come to jesus like a child ourselves let's pray Father, thank you so much for sending your son who's done it all, who cries out those three words that have changed all of eternity. It is finished. Thank you that that means so much for us. It means we haven't got to strive or work or do anything. He's done it all. Lord, help us to rejoice at that and not get annoyed at that. Help us to, to rest well 
and enjoy the fact that Christ has done it. Because that is awesome news for us. Amen.